0: Mr. Vishmay, hello, oh, then. What um, we were actually wondering, we were actually wondering if Vishmay is your real name, or is if it's your first name or last name, or is it some kind of like you know when some artists have just a singular name? Uh, well, it's um, many questions. First of all, it's Vishmay Amrit. Vishmay so, Amrit.
1: Yeah, it's two names. And yeah, it was not given to me by my parents. I received this name in India, in one ashram. Uh, That was back in the 90s, when we were um, in the ashram of Osho in Pune, And I did uh, what they call the Sanya celebration, where you declare yourself a student of the universe. And it's a happy celebration, and you receive uh, a new name that you can use or not. But I really like it.
0: Cool. Vishme Amrit. Good. Yeah. So um, to to give everybody like first, I, I, I kind of want to um, assert, you know, who you are now and and, you know, what you've got going on down there at Floristral, And then I know you've got a really interesting life story. So I want to kind of ask you about your your history, what brought you to this point, because you're in a really interesting place and you've had a, you know, a crazy journey. Um, I know your family and, uh, and, uh, a little bit about that and then, um, yeah, I'd love to talk about your, your, your current project, the, the sacred sound studios, which is, uh, really exciting and awesome. Um, not, not the, the least of which because, um, because, you know, our band, uh, Savage Existence, we're hoping to come in and record our third album there when you guys are all set up and ready, so that's, that's really cool, it's really like in line with, with who we are as a, as a, uh, jungle metal band, so, um, uh, so yeah, okay, so you, uh, you are the founder and director of Floristral in Uvita,
1: yeah, yeah. So we are close to Dominical there in the southern area of Costa Rica. And uh, yeah, we are in the our Floristral farm we call it. And we are here already for 8 years and doing the work with the medicine, doing the work with the sound, work with the people. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a walk of many, but it was mostly my wife Nicole and me that received the vision and came out here. From, so 12 years ago now.
0: So what's the nature of the project?
1: Well, the nature of the project is to live in peace and live in freedom, and live in harmony, to learn more from the nature. Um, most of the people living here uh, left uh, their cities, left very conventional life, actually, and coming here to find something else, to find another taste to life and uh working a lot with um, different medicine plants and with music. I think the essence of it in the end is a community, uh, like a way to live that we are in harmony with each other, in harmony with nature and creating this beautiful coexistence.
0: So it's it's a fairly large property. It's... um... It's right on this kind of, in the valley of this massive stone embutment that's, uh, it's, I mean, it's really impressive to see. You've got waterfalls and everything there, uh, river yeah, runs the, through it.
1: Yeah, it's the Diamante Valley. It's really kind of uh, Lord of the Ring uh, scenery. We have the, the tallest waterfall in, uh, in Central America dropping just wow. next door. It's, yeah, the Diamante Water That's our river. So, yeah, we feel really blessed with crazy nature.
0: And and it's about what 50 hectares or something like that.
1: Yeah, right now we expanded a bit, so actually a lot. And we are 50 hectares of of land, and uh, some of it is really new. And it's a project of uh, reforesting that we're doing, and. Uh, uh harvesting an old teak plantation and planting forestry and and medicine plants instead
0: good and right now you've got like yeah i think every time i go there i i see maybe more people than the last time this past time i was there (laughs) it looked really busy you had uh you had multiple different building sites that were being made and all kinds of people i I mean i uh, i ran into uh uh People from various different places around the world, for sure. You know, um, so so, what kind of like you know, traffic and movement are you are you working with there?
1: Well, uh, you know, we chose a really special mod- model for our community, for our being, and is a model that we are really equal. And we are really encouraged to form motivation. So, yeah, there are people here building their houses and choosing to live here. And people come to, to do projects. And mostly, yeah, whoever comes feels very home. And uh, we are kind of open for that. So it becomes one of the family Then people come and come back. And uh, right now we have uh, around 30 people, 40 people on the land.
0: Living there some with rest- with or yes, or coming well, and going like, you know, kind of a vacation home rest, or... Yeah
1: yeah we have around 15 residents i think now and around uh, 15 uh, volunteers that come and stay for a few months and really get immersed in the in the flow and then and now we started the retreat and we have uh, 15 more guests so it's always kind of balanced so it's always on
0: and you've uh, like your your construction is really interesting and unique uh looks like you've done a lot of like kind of Adobe buildings or, or stuff that's it's not just, you know, concrete forms or, uh, you know, steel beam kind of construction. It's looks like it's been a lot in the way of organic lines and and handmade uh, designs and things using kind of sacred geometry and the, the, you know, the natural flow of the land and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah we started really basic you know when we came here we had very little resources so we just started like this with uh yeah, some simple domes and structures and from there we we took it further and today we're doing uh, yeah this way of adobe or ferro cement it's called in brazil and uh kind of really loving to sculpture our buildings our structures with nature and not to you know to to plan something on a computer and copy paste it to the earth, but to really stay on a place and wow, this feels right to do this here. So I think just by that focus, we managed to to get a lot of uh, just flow. Because if you look at a place, almost never you choose to do something square because the land is never really square. There's rocks, there's flow. So once we chose to go with that flow, we we arrived in really really interesting. Uh, Constructural adventures, let's call it. Yeah. Never easy, never very cheap, but it's always super rewarding. And to live in a, in a house like this is somewhere that you live your whole life. And every morning you wake up happy because it's all support that. So it pays out big time.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, I briefly saw your house. It's like one of the coolest houses I've ever seen. It's uh, <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Um, so you're very fortunate to live there. Um, you also mentioned that you've got a, uh, you know, as you as your community grows, you're going to have a school there, you're going to be uh, teaching youngsters. Is that still the plan? Yeah, yeah. Now with the, with the uh, expansion of the land, we're
1: getting uh, really ready to make it a little village, with a little village center and a school and a carpentry and an art center. And education is, is so big, you know, for, for us, it's so, so important for, for kids, as for adults, with math, as with music, anything that we learn, anything that opens our mind, is, is, this is what we need to, to bring to the, to the new generation or to our generation. This is the key, I think, to, to enlighten the people, is education, not the control. So we just share what we learn. And we learn all the time. We never stop learning. So yeah, it's a big thing. It's the, probably the first structure we're going to build. It's first a little nursery for the plants, and then a, a school. And we have many kids coming uh, from different ages right now, coming with their families, and very interested in the place. So we have already the students. That's good.
0: So, do you think that that um, you're you're playing a role in um, in uh helping to to spawn a new way of being or to help co-create a new way of being and living on on the planet
1: totally totally yeah we we feel that the, the cities are are dying and you know the, this this way this old way of life of uh, really getting up going to work, coming back watching tv just fulfilling this little screw in a huge system that doesn't even care this this is done and i see that people that come to this place and places like this uh, and other places like this around the world they find they find again this taste this motivation this joy of life if we are not here to to enjoy this ride then you know what's what's worth it so um, yeah we really feel of a big part and we're really happy that after some the, the already two places that were born after people came here and saw this, they said, my God, this is possible. And they went and made one in Portugal and there's one in Canada. And, uh, you know, the connecting those unities and the communities uh, for us is a huge key for everything.
0: That's great, man. You, you know, you're a true uh, pioneer and original thinker. And, um, you know, I really respect what you guys are doing there. And it's really impressive to see, you know, when, when going to visit. And, and, you know, I just... I respect anybody who's got the guts to get out and, and really uh, take action on their vision for, you know, for a new to new wor- uh, vision for a new world. You know, you you did it the right way. You've, you found a way to to get the land and you went there and you started small and you put your own blood, sweat and tears into it. And over these past eight years, it's been building up and building up and building up. And now you're really starting to see these things flourish. And uh, there's really, you know, that's that's uh, I think entrepreneurship at its best right you're just you 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 put your own effort and into your own vision and then it you eventually start to bring other people along with you and so you're on a really great great trajectory I'm excited to get with to to where you're going uh with the Sacred Sound Studios now but I'm 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 really curious what got you to Costa Rica in the first place because I know you were you were I think born in Israel you spent time in India you lived in Brazil for a while so tell us a little bit about your your life journey well
1: well that's a long story (laughs) but uh, to just uh, shorten it up and and focus on uh, what you asked uh yeah, we left Brazil after a few years of study with our uh, teachers. We had the teachers we were studying about the music, about the ceremonies, about the plants. And at some point, we were really sent to Israel, back to Israel. And we, we were living there for three years and uh, brought the medicine back to Israel. And back in the day, it was a really long time ago. It was a really pioneering and people didn't know much about it. And we started a, quite a huge circle in Israel that is to this day still uh, going and, and, and expanding um, and did the walk, the medicine walk there for three years. and after um, after three years, they really the call arrived to to go back to the jungle and uh, to make a community. and uh, in Israel, it is impossible with the with the conditions that are that are there with society and all and was the call was really for Costa Rica and and in one ceremony three people received those call me my wife Nicole and another friend received the call not only to to get out there and to do it but with the name Costa Rica so yeah after half a year I was here for the first scout and uh, after two years took us to arrange the circle and and bring many people here with us and uh, receive the first funds to start our path Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's we chose Costa Rica really for, for from that night, and honestly, is uh, I feel is one of the best choices of my life. I really love this country, love the nature, love the the feeling, love the people. I really feel so happy to be here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you on that one. I couldn't imagine living mm-hmm. anywhere else. Really, all con- all 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 things considered. Um, so so you were you were working with the Santo Daime tradition because I noticed you guys the way you guys do things down there at Floristral is is I think unique and proprietary but but also uh similar to Santo Daime um in in a lot of ways in the kind of the design and the the way you incorporate music in the ceremonies and things like that so you were you whereabouts in Brazil were you living and studying and working with Santo Daime?
1: Uh, well, we were living outside of uh, Rio de Janeiro, um, an hour and a half uh, in, into a kind of forest there. It's not the Amazon, of course, but it's kind of forest. It was not a Santo Daime church. We we, cons- we consider us- ourselves a branch of a branch. So our teacher, he branched off. He, he started his path on the Santo Daime and he branched off. And he, his name is Carioca. He's an amazing
0: musician oh what a coincidence really? carioca for a guy from outside of rio <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> he,
1: he took the name <laughs> carioca but yeah a very amazing musician and his ceremonies were already not exactly santo Dime, so there was some motives of the santo Dime, but there was others mostly really um, deeper music uh, music that incorporates more dynamic range more wave Contrary to the Santo Diamond, that is mostly his one rhythm throughout the night, he incorporated meditations and not only bright light, but sometimes candle and sometimes light. So uh, we learned from him. And only after we were, a few years, we were exposed to the actual traditional Santo Diamond. And we learned a lot from there. And I, then I went to the Amazon. And yet, I could say that uh, today we are really branching from this and from that. I've spent some time in Peru as well and learned, learned there with some curanderos. So today we really walk with uh, with singing together because we really believe in that in that power of singing together and the, the self uh, realization and healing that singing brings to each one. Praying together, those simple songs and uh, the songs for the medicine, but we also incorporate. Uh, meditations, the receiving, the personal healing. So, yeah, basically we are branching of this huge tree of medicine. And I think uh, it's really a must because every generation must almost redefine their path, redefine their answer to, to authenticate it.
0: Do you, um, do you really incorporate a lot of the kind of religious aspects that Santo Daime brings to the medicine. Like I noticed uh, when I was living in Brazil, um, working with the Santo Daime uh, for a very brief period of time, I noticed there was, contra- uh, uniquely so, um, compared to like other Peruvian traditions, there was there was a lot of heavy like kind of imagery of... Uh, of saints and uh kind of there was a lot of uh infusion from catholicism i think because you know brazil is a very catholic country um how much of that migrated into the way you guys are doing things now and and starting with your original maestro who you started working with outside of rio there it's you you know the way you described it sounded like he kind of started doing his own thing um, that was a little bit, you know, more concentrated on music rather than the kind of religious aspect of it. Do you have any comments on that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful journey, and it's really actually redefined the, 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 the term religion or redefined the truth in, 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 in this, what is called religion for such. When I arrived uh, and uh, our teacher started, you know, we, we used to do some of the kura work of the Santo Daime. They really repeat the name of the of Jesus Maria many times, and all the the, the photos everywhere. And I had a huge resistance coming from Israel, receiving uh, this the normal uh, Israeli education, anti-Christ kind of not not, not believing or accepting that uh, that being. I had a huge resistance, and it took me quite a quite a little time to 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 understand the the concept behind it, and. Uh, you know, uh, once I understood it, I really saw what what stands behind it, and and like my teacher from the Amazon, Maurillo, he said to me when I asked him, "Okay, so why why we sing to Jesus?" He said, "Look, Irineo, the master Ireneo is the guy that took the medicine from the tribes and brought it and started the found the Santo Diamond. He say, he was he was Catholic. He knows this tree, Jesus, Maria, and Jose. If he was Krishna, you know, he was singing to other three, You know." It's just clothes. It's just walls. And honestly, yeah, it's, uh, it's today before before we do ceremonies like this, I tell the people, guys, don't think about the name. Think about the meaning. Really, you know, When we, we, to this day, when I say Jesus, I don't see that guy on the cross. I see the meaning of compassion. I see the meaning of this Lion of Zion. I, I see what stands behind it. So we are incorporating basically... We're incorporating it all, whatever, whatever is the truth and the perspective of the truth for it is almost no, <laughs> as I know, I'm one of the most anti-religious person, because I really do not, like, I don't believe in religion. I believe in the thing itself, but I think that's the beautiful of our path is that it's inter, you know, it's direct. There's no one. In the religion, there's always a, there's always a mediator, there's a rabbi, there's a priest, there's someone to, no, God said like this, and I tell you, God said like this. And this is, you know, what kind of breaks the rules, because no, Jesus talks inside you. If Jesus wants to say something, he talks inside you, It's not priest to tell you. And that's for me what makes this uh, really uh, true, really authentic for everyone. And in that way, you know, we meet a lot of people, we serve a lot of people. Some of them, it really brings them uh, rejection and we walk with that. Some of them re- really bring them uh, connection and we walk with that in the both the same to really recognize it from within. The, really the, you know, the Christ within, the Buddha within, the, the, the Muhammad within, it's, that's the only religion that
0: exists for me. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and I, I, I think inclusivity is really important, especially in this work. Just you know, because even with, uh, you know, even with the Shipibo tradition, they still, you know, they still talk a lot about uh, Dios, right? About about God, and they sing to his spirits and all that kind of stuff. But um, maybe not so much in the way of, like, like. I, I don't think I've ever heard Jesus in any of their ikaros, you know, but you hear Dios all the time, right? So there, so each one of these traditions, I think, is generally geared toward a spirituality of some kind, right? So whatever labels on that or or whatever, you know, people's, it's interesting because people's spirituality generally is defined by where they grew up, you know, in, in large part, or at least heavily influenced, so... You know, wherever people are, you know, found themselves being born on the planet. You know, it's not really their fault, right? Um, and uh, um, the approach of just kind of being accepting and and not really worrying too much about the definitions, but rather the 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 benefits that come from uh, from the practice itself. Um, it's good. <laughs> so good um very interesting story sir uh you know some definitely some similarities uh with my own path there you know i spent i spent uh uh brazil brazil was very transformational for me uh my own journey it was really the first kind of massive detour i ever took from from typical kind of blue-collar life in canada and um and and uh it really it was a it was a like a 90 degree right turn detour you know? <laughs> and uh and so the i wish she does it yeah 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 you know so i, I love that country and and uh, getting into uh the medicine down there was also really affirming for me that that it was a you know a path i wanted to also continue on so um yeah So now here we are. It's uh, it's 2022. Uh, We've both been in Costa Rica for a bunch of years. We're both running these retreat centers. Um, I uh, uh, have now got a a heavy metal band from Costa Rica. Kind of come full circle, you know, going back to our roots. uh, My drummer is uh, my drummer is my my drummer from high school. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, one of my old buddies, you know, we, we, we were next door neighbors in public school and high school and we grew up together and we used to play music uh, in um, in his parents' basement in high school. And, you know, we'd play at the school auditorium. There was like a couple of times we rented out a hall and, you know, kind of there, you know, back in the 90s uh where we grew up metal was really popular so like there was you know like small town like with like five metal bands in it all playing cover songs and stuff like that <laughs> so it was uh it was a lot of fun and um you know we we as we got older we went our separate ways and i i went uh, once i started going to, you know the the detour i just mentioned to brazil spent the next 15 years traveling around the world and getting into the world of, uh, tourism and medicine and then medicine, tourism. And, and then, um, uh, came to Costa Rica and built Soltara. And, uh, about a year into that, I think, um, we were in need of a chef and my friend, Jesse, who's actually the producer of this podcast who you were communicating with as well. Um, he, uh, uh, we needed a chef and he was living in Canada, working as a chef on the bit of a weekend warrior to keep himself engaged. He, he's a designer and also worked as a chef in a, uh, in a restaurant there. And he had come down to Peru to my other center to check it out. Um, so he was kind of familiar with the work and he, uh, he knew Melissa and, um, and so he came down for a month to, to work here he loved it so he ended up staying he he left canada and came down here to start working and then we're like uh you know i got a guitar again and started playing again and then he got some drums and we started playing again and the next thing you know we're like bringing back all of our old songs um writing some new songs and uh oddly enough i had made friends with uh with uh, Logan Mater of machine head, which is one of the bands that we used to play cover songs of back in high school. So like, uh, you know, and now Logan's a producer. So we got this crazy idea to do a demo here in Costa Rica. And that was just, you know, not even a year ago. And, uh, we did a demo. It came out really well. Logan came down to Costa Rica. We recorded a, a demo here. Um, and then it came out really well. We got a full album's worth of music done. Then we found, a, a, got really lucky, found a really good singer and a couple other musicians here from Costa Rica to complete the five piece band. We added vocals and uh, we had our first album done. And wow. uh, Logan got us uh, connected to, uh, to uh, uh, a music distributor. So we got signed there and um you know we still had a bunch of creativity in in the pocket so you know we we went and we played a tour in mexico and right after that we went up to las vegas and uh and recorded our second album so now we got two albums one's unreleased but the first one we're re-releasing it we just got signed by uh a big uh management company in new york so they're kind of uh, and PR firm, the same PR guy, uh, for, for Judas Priest and, uh, you know, some, you know, some, some decent, decent, uh, caliber people. So we're re-releasing the first album. Then we're going to release the second album later this year. And, uh, and then we need to record a third album, right? And we're already like, we got lots of creativity spewing out of us. So we're already, you know, starting to, to write more music for the third album and, and we've already kind of talked about it. And when I was there at your place, you know, I saw that sacred sound studio and I'm like, damn, that would be a really cool place to record. You know, the first two times we uh, we just went to kind of a typical studio. you know, you go there in the morning and you spend eight or ten or 12 hours there and then you leave at night. Um, and we kind of went in with all the music already written and so it was just like you know boom 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 tracking out all the music and um, but with this like sacred sound studios that you guys have I've got this idea of like this would be an amazing place to actually go and and immerse yourself in the jungle and actually live in the environment and and kind of let you know let the jungle inspire you to create music create the vibes create the beats and um and uh so when I actually saw your your sacred sound studios it was it was I think very early in the construction phase it was kind of like the you know you had the barrier and you had the the frame of a big geodesic dome but I've since seen the uh the architectural renderings of what you guys are doing and it looks amazing it looks like you're going to be building a real state-of-the-art facility with like i think eight different rooms tracking rooms live auditorium um isolation booths all that kind of stuff and uh, it looks looks really awesome so why don't you uh get into that project and let us know what's going on with that man
1: cool thank you first of all congratulations on your albums and it's great story, like how to come full circle again. And you know, it's so beautiful now that we are mature and have the power and the creativity, we can really make it happen and so the resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first we have to work for that, ain't we?
0: <laughs> well, recording's and, not yeah. free, you know, <laughs> it's not.
1: Well- yeah well it takes maturity from all the other side i'm sure if you would record it many years ago it would be less good than now oh yeah the mature now help and with the studio is the same story Uh, actually the the first uh, uh, call the first vision to do a studio arrived um some 22 years ago just one year into my medicine work. The 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 shaman the musician that we were studying by he made me to be a soundman very early. I had no idea about it, but he made me to be a soundman. A soundman, I was studying uh, really the, the wave of the, of the sound together with the waves of the medicine. and was really pre- very precious uh, studies. But very early in that time, in one crazy ceremony, uh, I received the first uh, seeds of this vision that uh, the medicine told me you're going to make a studio. You're going to build these crazy spheres with speakers that people will sit inside. You're going to make pools with sound. You go, like a whole story and I had no idea. It was really telling a child is going to fly in a, in F-16. I had no idea <laughs> of any of that. So I just let it be but it grew and, grew and grew and grew and grew and I became much more into sound and went to study it in a in university and came back and Studied with, uh, with, the, with those ceremonies, with medicine, studying, seeing what's happening to people with sound. And Later, when we started our own ceremonies, was always a big thing inside the, the ceremony, the, the activation of sound and the way sound activates healing, activates consciousness, the way that we resonate with sound in a higher uh, uh, levels of consciousness. And this has been a study since then. And and that vision was always there Uh, since almost, yeah, over 10 years. I have a little studio wherever I go, and we're making music, recording music, uh, sharing music. We have a huge uh, SoundCloud uh, platform account with, I think, over 3 million plays already, 2,000 plays every day, and so... People really love this music, it's sometimes it's so simple, just guitar and vocals, sometimes the full production, but really people love wow. this music and they, they, they hear it. So always from the start, we have like I think eight years, this SoundCloud always giving for free the music and, and you know, just sharing this vibration. And, and yeah, and the studio, you know, kind of grew with, with the vision, grew inside me with everything that grew all around. And when it was time to, to make it happen, I started to look for architects. And I found this crazy architect that is one of the top in his game, but in the same time, he's really a child and he's in love with domes and sacred geometry. So we found a lot of common uh, ground. And when he came here, that's, uh, that's when we really started to imagine the stuff. And we chose this gigantic uh, 23 diameter dome. That is the recording studio. Another 12-meter dome that will be all to do with sound uh, in water, and uh, the last dome that will be the our sphere project, uh, dedicated to the spheres project. So, yeah, it's you know it's a project that I would never even dream of alone. So, I really feel uh, mostly guided and uh, almost walking for uh, this higher consciousness that really wants to make this happen and if it's it's a lot about um, creating and experiencing putting it together not separating it so much you know you go to a studio just create your music you're you so not a part of it it's like somebody takes a photo of you and goes to the lab to develop it you know there's all this mix and mastering and technicality it's, it makes it f- a little bit far away so mm. we we really want to bridge that gap and while you will be recording your album your producer can be in a sphere listening to that and getting even more ideas and, mm. and, and innovation wow. and really kind of experience the music in different uh, p- surrounding in different ways and bring it closer to for the for the listener and uh, the creator
0: That's um yeah, that's very unique and uh you know, music music the creation of music and you know, I'm I'm no expert. I've I've now done two albums. Um it's a it's a really exciting process and even just to make that process more immersive in itself and more experiential you know, that's going to create a better product as well but if if the musicians and if the producer you know it's to really ha- to really become part of the music that you're creating is going to create a better product and then that of course can get transmitted to to the listener
1: yeah yeah we chose the best energetic surrounding from all our studies so there will be huge crystals in the room all the studio because we chose a dome and then we organized the room in a symmetrical way so all the rooms are really super aligned from crystals that we bury in the ground to the to the top with the with the frame structure so yeah to bring that uh to bring that possibility also to the artist to be in a room like this really takes the best out of you it really like makes you be at your best
0: yeah the and vo- of
1: course to, uh, to have ceremonies in that huge room is a personal dream.
0: So you're going to the plan is to have ceremonies and create and have a recording studio so you can do ceremonies, you can have this big auditorium and you can yeah. record music from right from ceremony.
1: Yeah, yeah, the 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 big hall is I think uh, somewhere over 900 square feet. And yeah, it will be big enough and equipped in the right way, so ceremonies can be held. You know, even if we don't record, just to have a ceremony and to play in a space like this that was meant for one thing for good sound. So it will be another experience. And we're going as far as we can with uh, with the innovation, with the technology that is around. We'll have a 12 uh, speaker system in that room, so. To hear meditation or guide the sound would be incredible. And the crystal all, you know, bringing millions of years, ancient stones crystallized in the right way. That also actually is really corresponding with music and octaves and sound. Everything to bring that together, all that spirituality to bring to the the practice and mix it with all those uh, high-tech electronics. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So what uh, what kind of equipment, in terms of the technology, are you are you aware of what you're gonna be installing the soundboard and and you know some people are really yeah. into that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are really in in a way we are really electronic, but in another way we are really old fashioned. So we we working with the analog consoles of the past, uh, API to to be exact. Actually, I try to move my thing so you can see. We have our small one right here.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, this
1: will move to the big studio. That's a uh, API, uh, 24 channels. And for the for the big studio, we'll have the, the much bigger brother of that. Um, and yeah, and we're, we're still. I'm, I'm a great believer in analog. With everything happened digital, I'm still a great believer in analog. And everything that can be analog, we we do it analog. In the same time, there's so much beautiful ways to to manipulate uh, audio and to to work with ways that actually are more expressional. So uh, I have uh, a guitar that can play piano sounds. I have uh, a microphone that can play any sounds: violins or cello. Uh, we have uh, we are now receiving our first uh, MIDI glove, which is basically a glove that we can. Uh, control different parameters just with our hand Hmm. and we we're using it to to mix sound in a 3d environment and just move the sound like that and do stuff like this so this is where we go really all in in the technology mostly to open new eras and new possibilities for us to to use and of course it's a huge research for example the the dome the water dome will have like few pools with speakers inside so we're studying how the the sound moves in the water how the programs should be how the placement of the speakers should be it's all a a huge kind of study as we go along
0: man it uh i don't think there's any other place on earth like this like you're definitely creating something that's that's it's going to be one of a kind like it's going to be absolutely awesome you know and i can i can uh from my limited experience um you know i can say that the vibe of a studio is it's it's so important like it you know and, and having something that's really you know cool from a decor perspective is good but you're going like all the way down to the the building blocks of the actual the actual space right going even going as far as the earth by putting crystals in the earth and stuff like that i mean it's so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, do you know when it's going to be ready? Well,
1: that depends. We are starting our crowdfunding in a, a couple of weeks, really. Just two weeks we're starting it. And uh, we are really deep at work. We have a 12 people, the crew on the studio, day in, day out. And we are ready to pour the floor. And then the specialist from the States is going to come to, to build the frame, the first frame. But if if everything flows good, and we we hope and pray so, by the end of the year we'll have the first uh, the first rooms ready to make sound. Okay. And- we'll have all the rooms placed in, but the first uh, the big hall and the control will be ready to to make uh, some sound.
0: Cool. Okay. So let's talk about the crowdfunding and, and all that. Uh, we can finish up on that. Um, what's uh, What type of crowdfunding campaign are you running? Is it uh, like a straight kind of uh, donation or is there... um, I know there are some platforms that kind of, you know, offer different packages or or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, we choose to do it on our own platform. uh, This crowdfunding will be on our own site just to really release limitation and let us also share more media and make it more immersive experience because all the platforms that we know didn't really offer that. So we choose to do it on our own. Uh, It will be the third uh, crowdfunding uh, that we do. The other two were beautiful and successful for other causes in the community. And from what we saw about that, we received beautiful funding that helped us to accomplish, but we also received the beautiful connections and, uh, and we got to know so many incredible people that uh, later came here and uh, just, you know, immersed themselves, we made sound together, we made music together. So, uh, connections and communication is a big part of it, it's not only the funding. And in the same time, yeah, we really want to, to expose the project. So, we will be giving packages of recording in a very reduced price. Uh, the opening festival. Uh, we have quite a bunch of them. Uh, some uh, mem- membership in our music, uh, in our m- music uh, platform, and uh, special uh, kind of uh, medicine, uh, sound healing retreat, which will start to be the flagship uh, of our retreats here. The people come and really immerse in that. Uh, um, sound healing wow. experience with meditation, with private sessions, in the studio, in the in the water everywhere. So this is one of the biggest perks. And and yeah, it's, you know from small to big, however people want to support. And we, we thought about how to start it in a cool way. So we are doing actually a, a lunch, a, a broadcast lunch uh, that will be six, seven hours. And we invited many of our our friends around the world, musicians, to send us uh, pieces of music. So we received quite a bunch of pieces of music that we will broadcast on this time. And we will have uh, guest musicians here. It will be kind of six hours of music celebration. We call it the Sacred Sound Funding Celebration. and yeah it's uh, you know as you mentioned before this stuff is not is not easy and not cheap. Yeah. And here it becomes uh, less easy and more expensive yet. Yeah. So honestly I'm I'm kind of happy that I know I didn't know what will be the budget for this place because otherwise I would never start.
0: Huh. <laughs> but
1: we I've been there before
0: I know exactly what you mean (laughs) you know selective ignorance (laughs) yeah
1: exactly it's good it's good for you but now we are halfway and uh, we really feel the support of the spirit we really feel so much support from uh, around the world I get messages from all over the world and it looks like so many people dreamt about this wanted this to happen so many people are so excited about this like it's their own and and I love it it's really brings me this affirmation because i'm not a a gigantic businessman okay i take this millions dollar and i do that i'm really started from you know from scratch and if the if we wouldn't get this support nothing of this would have happened so i really i really honestly feel is the project of the people already
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah so much support and motivation and you know it would be beautiful And and it is a platform will be so many musicians coming to record here. And from the beginning, you know, we didn't take any investors. We didn't take any loans. We owe no one. The studio is, is ours. We don't, you know, it's, it really belongs to spirit. I mean, this is what's really beautiful in our possibility because we'll be able to, hey, guy, wow, you sing beautiful. Wow, let's record your song. Take the key. Let's go. You know, we don't need this huge... Uh, Music industry control, yeah, that is dedicated so much by money.
0: Well, that just wouldn't that just wouldn't be congruent with your place there at all. I mean, and who you guys are, you know, it's it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. So we'll be looking forward for the third album. <laughs>
0: uh, me, me too. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I, I I would imagine it comes sooner than later because you know. Like we're just getting started and we man, it's like we just we have so much Juice, you know, like we we uh We could easily you know, we could we could easily go in and write a third album in probably six months Um wow. yeah. But you know, there's no point in in just having all this, you know music that's not released You know, we need to work on getting you know we need to work on getting the the two albums we have out and then we need to go out and play shows around the world um actually yeah. you know um we're just about to announce it uh publicly but in april we're touring with sepultura which is a brazilian band i don't know if you ever heard wow. of sepultura they were the first heavy metal band ever listened to back in like 95 or something 96. <laughs> got me into metal and because of them I got interest in in Brazil because they have you wow. know they 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 used to sing uh about you know like uh indigenous people and like strip lining the Amazon and you know biotech corporations you know like pillaging down in peril in the in Brazil in the jungle and all that kind of stuff so you know I was in high school kind of hearing this and I wow. you know I you know I, I was always spent a lot of time in the forest and I was always really connected to nature and everything so you know so that that got me into metal and also got me into Brazil because in some songs you know they would like sing and like throw in like curse words in Portuguese and stuff like that (laughs) and they would have uh you know tribal artwork and 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 all this kind of stuff and it was like this whole Brazilian vibe that came with the music um so uh anyways yeah we're uh we're playing with them in mexico in april wow. so that's pretty wow. huge it's like a household name of heavy metal and so we're going to be touring with them in april um and so you know we need to do a lot more of that we need to get our first two albums out we need to go out with these two albums we now we have a full headliner set right so we can go out and play 90 minute sets no problem um but we need to get there first and then you know, through all that experience of going around the world and touring and playing in different cities and getting better with our instruments and getting better vibe with the band and getting more seasoned as a band, you know, then we'll be really ready to go into the studio and really unload on on a third album and, you know, make that like just one level up um, from our yeah. second album. So, so it's going to be, uh, yeah really awesome but in due time right maybe in 18 months or something you'll have the place completely spot on In 18
1: months yeah i really hope it will be completely done even more than the studio dome hopefully the other domes will already be in in a kind of advanced process all done if we
0: manage good so how do people but, contribute i mean what like so We're you're doing the the the, the media for crowdfunding and all that kind of stuff um, but where do people go to, you know, to actually learn more about it, the details, and to and to contribute?
1: Well, our, our site is sacredsoundstudios.org, and that's where the crowdfunding will is going to be launched. is going to be launched on the twenty of April. Uh, sorry, twenty of February. Okay, that is just sixteen days from uh, from today, twenty of February, and we. We'll, We'll have the, the broadcast also on that site, and in that moment, we'll do the 10, 9, 8, and uh, publish the, the crowdfunding, and then we will run it for approximately two months. Okay. But yes, sacredsoundstudios.org, welcome already to, to look at it. We all already have a lot of information and uh, some movies from the construction, kind of our little vlog from the construction. talking about it and those beautiful renderings that you saw there to give an impression of how it's going to look like
0: yeah 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 right on and then for your other uh business you know the the floristral if people want to come and do like retreats or come and check out possible you know uh, uh residency options or or anything like that they can hit you up at yeah we have uh we have two
1: sites one is that florestal.org florestral. is how you pronounce it so it's understandable and the other one with the music and it's also a kind of a portal to all our music is soulcircle.org that's s-o-l circle.org and there we have more about the medicine walk and the sound healing walk all about that
0: all right brother well uh great talking to you great seeing you great learning a little bit more uh about your whole uh, organization and um you know obviously best of luck i'm very excited for you and if there's anything else we can do to help let me know i'm certainly more than excited to go and, and and take your new studio for a test run um so yeah man best of wishes yeah
1: thank you thank you so much dan really enjoyed this great talking to you and yeah, wish you also best of luck with the music, with all your work, with the center. And I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. Ciao. Ate logo. Thank you.
1: Hasta luego. Thank you. Thank you. Blessing.
0: The Daniel Cleveland Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Daniel Cleveland Podcast. We truly enjoy you sharing your time with us. If you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed sharing it with you, please like the episode, review the podcast, subscribe. If you're not already subscribed, these likes and reviews and subscriptions are the lifeblood of our show. So free for you, super important for us, like, subscribe, and review. Thank you so much. Of course, this podcast... Would not be possible without the continued amazing sponsorship of Soltara Healing Center in Costa Rica. If you feel called to work with plant medicines, ayahuasca, shamanismo, curanderismo from Peru, from the Peruvian Amazons to Costa Rica, check out Soltara Healing Center at Soltara.co or conveniently one 1730 or look us up on social media at Soltara Healing Center. All kinds of great content nonstop coming out down the pike every day just for you. Thanks again so much for joining I appreciate it beyond words, and I look forward to doing many more of these episodes for you and connecting. If you want to reach out to me, there's a contact form on my website, danielcleeland.com. Feel free to hit me up. I read every email and try to respond to all of them. Thanks again. Much love to you, and I hope we get to catch up soon. All the best.